Business English Power, Episode 16. Aloha and welcome to another episode of Business English Power, the show for ambitious English students who want to level up their business English skills, become global communicators, and international business leaders. My name is Al, also known as Al Sensei, around the internet and in Japan. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we've got a great episode. As always, we are going to do something really special today and we're going to talk about, well actually we're going to give you a very quick change that you can make for a big win. Alright, so you don't want to miss that. It's really, really awesome. Before we get into it, I'd just like to ask you again to please share this episode with a friend, classmate, or a colleague And that would be greatly appreciated so that we can spread the word of English 2.0, the concept of English 2.0, but also how it applies to our working life, our business life. And that is through business English power. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, I'd like to ask you this first. What does it mean to be proficient in something? Have you heard of that term before? Proficient simply means to be competent or to be effective or very good at a particular skill. So, for example, let's think of your job. Let's say your job is to design new cars, for example. Or maybe you are in charge of accounting in your department. Whatever it is that you do, how good are you at it? Well, if you're pretty good, that means you are proficient or you have a high level of proficiency. In that area. So, what we want to talk about today is communication, particularly in English. How effective are you at communicating in English, getting your ideas across? How proficient are you? All right. And that is what we want to talk about today. What can we do to increase your proficiency in English communication, particularly as it pertains to business? Now, I'm going to illustrate this point by sharing a quick story with you. Now, this is several years ago, but I was in Tokyo, and my company assigned me to do a training with several mid-level managers at a pharmaceutical company in Tokyo, one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in Japan and around the world. Now, I was assigned to a lot of people, but we did individual lessons, and then one of the managers, his name was his name was Shoji, and Shoji attended the first lesson. Now, I was told that all of the people in this training were going to be at a TOEIC score level at about 450 to 650. Now, for those of you who don't know TOEIC, that simply means, you know, in general terms, in English, about a, we'll call it a high beginner to low intermediate level, Okay. And so Shoji came to the first lesson, and as I started to speak to him, I could tell that he was definitely not even at a 450 TOEIC level. He was much lower. And so it was quite challenging, you know, at the first lesson to get uh, to know him, but we did. And I found out quickly that his TOEIC score was actually about 300. So if you can imagine that, that is a very solid beginner, maybe even a low beginner. Okay, so it was very, very slow going at first. But as I got to know Shoji, things picked up very quickly. 
And that is because of something that he used. He didn't really know what he was doing. But I will explain to you his secret because after just a, a lesson or two or three, he was able to very, you know, communicate pretty effectively with me. And I'll share his secret in just a moment. Now, I want you to imagine being in a conversation with someone. Let's think of a work situation. Maybe you're talking to a coworker, probably an international colleague or business partner that you have. And think of, you know, being in the middle of a conversation and you're talking and has this ever happened to you where your brain just kind of froze and you couldn't come up with the right term? You couldn't come up with the word or phrase that you were looking for and the conversation just stopped and you're frozen, you're trying to think of the right word to that you know should come out of your mouth, but it just wasn't coming out and the person that was in the conversation with you, the, we'll call them the, the listener, was just kind of sitting there looking at you, waiting for you to say something. Have you ever been in that situation? Well, I certainly have as it pertains to me speaking Japanese, and it's not not fun, right? Well, in that situation, there really can only be two possibilities. First is that you know the term or phrase or word, and it's in the back of your head somewhere, and you're just trying to pull it out, like going through a file cabinet, trying to search for the right word and pull that out of your brain so they can use it. You can speak it to the listener. That's number one. Okay. Number two is that you have never learned the phrase or word, and so it's impossible that you could come up with the term. In either case, you're stopping the conversation because you're not saying anything. And either case is not good for your uh, communication proficiency, right? Would you agree with that? And so what can we do? Well, here's a secret that Shoji used. It is simply to use the language you already know. Now, for many of you, it's just going to mean using simpler words. Now, this goes against a lot of what we are taught in school growing up is that we should always try to use you know, fancy vocabulary, high-level vocabulary to seem smarter or to come across as more intelligent. And that's fine you know, when you get to that level. But you remember in, in what we're doing here in business. Business is all about efficiency and productivity, which means being proficient. Think about it. What would you prefer to have in business? Listening to someone who cannot get their ideas across very smoothly and thus you are wasting time? Or someone who is being fluent, getting their ideas across, even though they may not be the most elegant, the most beautiful language in the world, most most beautiful words. However, they are communicating effectively, saving you time, being efficient and therefore proficient in their communication. Well, I think most of us in a business setting are going to choose the second choice, the second option. And so we want to remember that this is not an exam. This is real life. This is real world business. We need to be proficient. All right. So how do we do that? What's an example of that? So let's say You are speaking to someone, we'll call them person A, and you are you, okay? So we'll say person A asks you, hey, um, 
What are your plans for next quarter? Your response is, well, yes, we have some big plans for quarter two. Uh, we are planning to attend a, uh, um, it's, um, uh, okay, so here's where your brain freezes and you forgot the term. Now, here's where you are trying to think of the right term. You th- think you learned it. You know, maybe several months ago in the textbook or somewhere somewhere you saw this phrase before, but you can't pull it out of your brain. Okay, so what do you do in this case? Well, of course, option number one is to just kind of struggle and have, you know, person A sit there and stare at you and, you know, the conversation has stopped, which is not good for everybody. Or option two, again, as we choose to be proficient, is to use simpler words, okay? Level it down in this case and try to be effective in your communication by using simpler words, using the language you already know. So here's an example of that. Okay, let's replay it with person A starting the conversation. Hey, what are your plans for quarter two? Oh, well, we've got some big plans for quarter two. So we're going to attend... uh, um, well, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a big meeting and a lot of people are going to be there from a lot of different companies. They're going to display their new products. It's kind of like a big conference. Person A says, oh, um, you mean a trade show? Yes, that's right. A trade show. I forgot what it was. Okay. So let's pause there. Now, you see how that happened? So think about that explanation, okay? So think of the actual words we used to describe that. So we use the word meeting. We use the word uh, other companies, products, or display new products. It's kind of like a conference, okay? So again, these are very... You know, for this audience, should be fairly reasonable words. Nothing too complicated or too difficult, right? And as we describe what that is, the other person was able to understand what we meant. Even though if you just forgot the term trade show, well, they they knew it and they were able to help you come up with it. Even if they don't, they just still know what you're talking about. That's fine. Now, the key thing to remember here, again, is this is not an exam. We've all been trained as students to try to get high scores on exams. And that's why it feels so terrible when we can't come up with the right word. But remember, in real life, you don't have to always come up with the right term as long as you're communicating effectively. And as long as the other person is engaged, listening, and you're getting the point across in a timely way, you are being proficient in your communication. All right, so does that make sense? Okay, so the big takeaway in this episode is be proficient in your communication. Use the words that you already know. And then in your free time, when you're not in a business situation, you can go and study vocabulary. You can brush up on all of that stuff. And, you know, you can be efficient in your own time rather than when you're actually um, spending time with others in a business setting. All right, I hope that helps. Please leave a comment, leave a rating, leave me a message for this episode of Business English Power. 
and I would love to hear from you. You can always email me at al at businessenglishpower.com. Please consider leaving a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts if you found this helpful. And look forward to the next episode, which will be coming out very shortly. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening and downloading. I will see you again soon on the next episode of Business English Power. Remember to always level up your learning and level up your life.